All right, first off, let's start off with Auburn, who had a 59-14 to win over UMass on Saturday. And we're going in the order we're going in by each team when they played. That's the order here. Again, Auburn beating UMass 59-14. to And you'll say, okay, they're playing UMass. That's a lesser opponent. They should blow that team out. But it's the way they looked. They looked crisp on offense. They really looked disciplined. Not a lot of penalties. Not a lot of mental errors. Uh, Auburn didn't turn the ball over any. Uh, they took care of the ball, and they did the things you're supposed to do. They went scored early. They scored on six of their seven first possessions. Now, the first possession that UMass had after Auburn goes up 7-0, they ran the ball pretty well. I am not going to try to pronounce the quarterback's name. They're at UMass. He ran the ball very successfully against Auburn first series. Okay, it's Auburn run defense in trouble because we've heard Hugh Freeze talk about that through all – throughout all of fall camp that, okay, we're running the ball well, but does that mean we're a good running team or we can't stop the run? Kind of worried, but then Auburn kind of situated things after that. But Joe, Hugh Freeze was asked about, and we have clips in this segment with Hugh Freeze, and they come from ABC 3340 and AL.com. And Hugh Freeze had this to say, uh, what this win or this game meant. Well, we, I told our kids in there, and I mean this, life and life and football and whatever, I think we all fail to celebrate victories. Too, too, I mean, it's just I, I've made up my mind for the rest of my career, dead gummit, I'm going to enjoy at least for a few hours the fact that our team, our staff found a way to win a football game in college, and they're not easy. I don't care who you play. They're not. It's just not easy to, to win football games. And um, so I want to enjoy that, and I want our kids to, and I want them to learn to do that in life with their families and celebrate each other when, when those things happen. And so we'll, we'll, we'll do that. How much can we take away from it? I, we want to know. You know, that's, that's what you can take from it. We'll watch the film and, and learn. But next week's challenge is, uh, is a different one. And we've got to win tomorrow, and we've got to win Monday, and we've got to make choices the right way that define us, and we've got to chase the standard that we tried to set and and see if we can't be prepared to compete again, you know, on a difficult trip, truthfully, next week uh, out to the West Coast. So, um, you know, we'll celebrate tonight. Tomorrow we'll be back at work. Yeah, you know, you look at it, it you win, you're 1-0, and you're free talking about because a lot of coaches – uh, we'll look at the bad, what went wrong. And that was after the game. That was the post-game press conference. So, obviously, Hugh Freeze has not seen the film yet. Uh, he did talk on Monday uh, with the media. We'll get into some sound in just a few moments of what he said there. Of course, everybody wanted to look at the quarterbacks. What were the quarterbacks going to do? Peyton Thorne, his first start with Auburn, 10-17, 141, one touchdown. And there were some throws in there he probably wish he could have got back. Um you know, he, he was solid. It was a good first outing at quarterback. He's going to need to be better against Cal on Saturday night. And they did do the package with Robbie Ashford, which we talked about, which figured they would do pretty much every time Auburn got in the red zone. Here comes Robbie Ashford. He had three rushing touchdowns on the day on 51 uh, yards rushing. Now, here's my opinion on this, and you'll hear in a, a quote from Hugh Freeze this week in the uh, – press conference and kind of previewing the week, I guess you would say, preview the game about the two-quarterback system. I'm not against Robbie Ashford coming in from time to time. I am a little bit against him coming in all the time on red zone. I still think Peyton Thorne, he's your quarterback. You need to roll with him. Yes, have a package at times for Robbie Ashford, 
but not every time. But that's just my take on it. I feel like you're stunning the growth of your quarterback by doing that. But Hugh Freeze was asked on Monday about the quarterbacks. Now, these are actually two clips I'm going to play back-to-back from Hugh Freeze. He kind of starts off talking about Peyton Thorne and what he needs to do and kind of coaching him and all that other stuff. And then he'll jump into some comments about Robbie Ashford. Have to make uh, many decisions. So, um, but boy, was he, he, he's really talented and um, vital to our success. Uh, he will have to make some in the future. Um, the, the Peyton just, he had three decisions that were wrong and, and he, I expect more. I expect him not to, to make the ones he made and he knows that, but he played solid. Um, you just would like that decision making to be around a hundred percent on particularly in the run pass world where he's deciding whether it's a run or pass. Those need to be, those need to be near a hundred percent. You seem to be coaching them pretty hard on the sideline. Was, is that what that was? I'm just, I'm crazy sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, I, I get frustrated. I, I don't lie. And I tell them that look, but the, here's the deal. I'll play the next play with you now. I ain't, I don't, um, my look, my love for them doesn't change. Their performance has nothing to do with with how I learned this from my father, who's a tough, tough man. But I, I went through a very difficult stretch, and and my father taught me, listen, I love you, and it's not based on your performance. Um, and and so, I, as long as our players know that, I think I can coach them hard, and they and they see that, and they see a consistency, and hey, he don't treat me any different. You know, after the game, whether I threw the four touchdowns or three picks, you know, yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I feel like I ought to coach you better, and I felt like you ought to play better, but that that doesn't affect. Um, and I think Peyton knows that. And the two, they there were two things that happened in that same series, and he knew it. And I think he, when he missed the first one, and I'm yelling and screaming, which I probably he pro- I probably need to. I'm figuring out who they are, and they're figuring out who I am. Um, I think when I do that to him, he presses a little bit. And um, he handed the ball off, and the safety triggered so hard, and the safety made the hit like one yard in the backfield. So I'm, how do you not see that? You know, <laughs> and uh, that ball should be thrown. And so I'm I'm doing with my antics over there, and he probably sees that. And then about two plays later, the darn safety stays as high as he can, and we pull it and throw it. And those are those are the two things that can happen. And he's too intelligent, has too much of an IQ, and he'll get that cleaned up and fixed. And I'll I'll have to I've got to make sure I coach him in a way that is helpful and not uh, and doesn't make him press. Extremely electric. I mean, you yeah, you saw. I mean, as soon as we got down there, we put him in. So that's on the call sheet. So that's a plan. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't something that I just said, Hey, how about let's try Robbie here? It was, it's planned. So, well, I mean, I don't know. I I think every game plan is different. I just think he's super talented. And I think there's a lot of things we can do with him. And I know people are in this world and day and time, you know, you can't play two quarterbacks and well, I don't know. Maybe they're right, but we're one and zero, and if we go two and zero doing it, we'll keep doing it. If if we if it starts to, you know, but I, I just I think we need them both. But he was, I mean, you see how talented he is down there. So sure, it's always going to be a possibility. Now you got to, you can't be so predictable. 
but we obviously weren't in game one and there's not enough tape to get really great data yet on what our tendencies are. So we'll, uh, we'll come up with a game plan for Cal. As I've said all along, Robbie will always be a part of our game plan. Yeah. And that last part being part of the game plan, you pretty much expected that. And it's two different quarterbacks him, Peyton Thorne and with Robbie Ashford. I just, like I said, I would maybe just like to trust or, rely on Peyton Thorne a little bit more in those red zone situations. Let him throw the ball in the end zone. And now there was a couple of times he went left, I think most of the time, but he did try to throw off the defense with UMass and they scored on it, uh, going to the other direction. So and Cal's gonna see that okay, Robbie Ashford's coming in. So there's gonna come a point too, you're going to probably put some more throws off those read plays, the package that you've got Robbie Ashford in. So adventure, we'll see how they do. Uh, against Cal. Uh, defensively, they played well. Uh, they forced UMass 1-9 on third down. They got pressure on the quarterback. It felt like Donovan Kaufman was in the backfield the entire game. He was constantly getting pressure, uh, particularly up the middle. Uh, they did force two turnovers. Jalen Simpson had an interception and a fumble return for a touchdown. And back on offensively, the team rushed for 289 yards. Jarquez Hunter did not play. And Hugh Freeze was asked about that earlier this week and just really didn't want to talk about it. He said there's a lot of players that are availability may be in question for this Saturday. So we kind of dodge that question. And now they are headed uh, to Cal, future ACC team now. That's just some weird stuff we're not going to get into on here. But uh, on on Monday, Hugh Freeze was asked about making that trip. And then has he ever made a trip like this to the West Coast? Uh, the only experience I had was BYU, which we were in, from the East Coast, so that, that was a, it was a long trip. But um, you know, I, I told our team when I, I taught our, my my lesson for the week this morning with them, and um, that's one of the challenges I have for me is uh, to embrace it because I don't like it. I don't like scheduling teams on the West Coast. I just soon play somebody over here on the East coast, but it was done. And, and so me complaining or not embracing it is not the proper response. And so, um, I, I'm, I haven't, the only one I've done is BYU. It was a challenge and this one is even further and another time zone. Um, so, um, I think it creates some, some challenges, but this will be a good test for all of us, coaches, training staff, nutritionists, strength staff, support staff, players, how do we handle, you know, if things are a little uncomfortable or it's not exactly the way we want it. And I'm speaking to myself as much as anyone. And you've got to play a really good football team. And uh, at their place, when our body times are 9.30 or 10 at night and we're kicking it off. And so all of that's going to be a challenge. But you know what? That's what life is. And so how we – approach it and the attitude we have for the opportunity we have it ought to be one of gratitude and thankfulness and and we got to suck it up and 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 fly a long flight and that's what we got to do and we get another opportunity to represent this school our conference um and and each other and so let's let's go make the most of it yeah it's going to be interesting how auburn handles that whole deal because like i said 9 30 out there it's 7 30 their time but that's like you said a lot of them may be winding down it used to if you are playing that late you're in the fourth quarter if you're still playing at that 9 30 central time 
there. So it will be interesting how they handle it. It's going to be an interesting matchup. I think this is a very pivotal game for Auburn. Uh, this game here could really, I would say, make or break their season. But you go out west, you get a win, you're 2-0, you come back and play Sanford, and then at week after that you host. You no, know, you go to Texas A&M, which is a place Auburn has had success at since Texas A&M came into the conference back in 2012. Now, with, uh, with Cal, they are coming off a 58-21 victory over North Texas. Uh, Auburn is favored by 6.5 points in this game. Like I said, 9.30 kickoff on ESPN. Uh, if you have Spectrum, hopefully uh, ESPN will be back. I had to find other – I'm a Spectrum user, and I had to find other other routes to, to li- watch the games this past weekend. Now, Hugh Freeze has talked about their running back over at Cal – Jaden Ott, he ran for 188 yards and two touchdowns. Freeze said we got to stop him. Uh, he's a guy, Freeze said, you don't have to do special stuff for him. Just hand on the ball inside zone. Just hand the guy the ball, and he's going to make stuff happen. So Auburn's going to have to really focus in on him in this one. Uh, they only allowed 41 yards rushing against North Texas, 225 total. Uh, they forced North Texas 2 of 11 on third down and three interceptions. So Auburn doesn't need to be turning the ball over i this is the first time these two have ever played like i said this is last year of cal this is last year to beat uh, the pac 12 overall we all know this but this is their last year in that conference they will be an acc member next week like i said a few minutes ago doesn't make sense i know but that's kind of just how we're going to go with it uh my prediction here i am going to pick auburn to win this game i think they're going to go out with i think they're just a better team better athletes sec team Playing the Pac-12, another Pac-12 is really feeling good about themselves right now because they're undefeated. They have not lost a game. They're thirteen and zero because USC played in uh, in week zero. But uh, I believe Auburn will go out to Cal and get a victory and get to two and zero. 